You're listening to WrestlingTradingCards.com. card collectors welcome to episode three of wrestlingtradingcards.com i am your host tony vella uh founder and owner of wrestlingtradingcards.com uh and uh thank you for stumbling onto this uh, new format that we're doing here uh where we just kind of uh do some quick uh conversation about um uh, a specific topic and move on with our lives after that. Um, uh, it's something different and, and, and new for me. Um, only a few episodes into it so far. Feeling a little better each time. So uh, please bear with me. And as we go, move along. And uh, today's topic, uh, I, I want to talk about something that seems to be kind of near and dear to my heart, apparently. Uh, I talk about it often on other podcasts, and that is what I call bootleg cards. Uh, basically unlicensed, um, uh, you know, unauthorized card sets that uh, have been making their way out into the hobby quite frequently over the last couple of years, especially. Uh, we live in a, in a world now where technology uh, allows us to get away with a lot of things these days. Um, and trading cards uh, has not been um, excluded from technology, obviously. But uh, it just seems to be more and more lately that we're seeing uh, people who are literally lifting images off of Google images or wherever they're getting them from that they don't own the rights to, putting them on cardboard and then selling them uh, as a means to just either make a, a small little living off it or, or whatever their goals are. I don't know what they are. Um, I, I'm, I'm here to, to talk a little bit about what's wrong with them and also what I like about them. Um, and I'll start out right away with something what I like is that I think that these card sets are very, sometimes very well designed and they make me want to go out and collect them. Like I have to kind of control that collecting itch to not want to go out and buy these card sets because, uh, you know, they're so cool. I think people are extremely creative and, um, uh, you know, there's just something really incredibly designed, ca uh, cards out there. There is definitely some talent out there that knows what they're doing. Uh, I, I, I think maybe some of these artists should uh, go seek out employment from some of the card manufacturers because some of their stuff uh, beats what's being actually produced by actual you know major uh, uh, card companies. I, I think they got a they got a career there. They really want to pursue that. I mean, um, I really love uh, the designs that I think it's uh, Kaji GFX. I, I think Adrian does some amazing stuff out there. Um, I've seen some of the really cool ones out there, like those Hasbro's um, action figure WWF action figure cards. Those are so cool. It's just a cool concept. Uh, there's um, you know, one that kind of tied two loves that I like a lot, you know, wrestling and it had Mortal Kombat cards were kind of combined together. So, I, uh, so there's a little bit of, our, you know, uh, artistic uh, uh, crossover there, which is kind of cool. And maybe there's some legal um, uh, uh, loopholes they can get around by doing stuff like that. But, you know, the ones that have the issues with are the ones that 
are just strictly taking something that was in their PWI or came off of uh, WWE's website or wherever, you know, lifted from a, uh, a DVD screen capture and then put onto a cardboard, you got no legal rights to be doing that. And you're kind of flung under the radar. So, I mean, let's all be honest with ourselves. These are illegal, okay? Plain and simple. Everything from the IP rights and for those on intellectual property rights uh, is being vandalized to create designs, uh, being flat out lifted uh, and redistributed as their own. Card creators have pushed their luck distributing their quote unquote work. Um, it's just, uh, they're walking a fine line, man. They really are. Uh, I, I don't know what their objective is, what their end, end game plan is. Uh, if it's just to kind of continue to keep flying under the radar in hopes that they don't get a CND from a major company, I, I don't know. Maybe you think you're going to get a, a little slap on the wrist going, uh-uh-uh, you can't be doing that, so please stop. Uh, no, you, you piss off the wrong uh, person at that company. They're going to come at you, and they're going to want to see your sales records. They're going to want to uh, know how much inventory you have, and they're going to find you. They're going to find you. And uh, it's just not going to be good for you, which then is going to probably trickle somehow, some way in a negative way on the hobby itself. So, um, but on the flip side, again, so I'll make this a compliment sandwich, I guess, um, is there are cool designs out there. And let's all be honest with ourselves. It's not going away, you know, until a sweep of C&D start making their waves, people with the talent and the tools are continue to keep pushing. Uh, yes, beautiful and creative sets, but still very much illegal. Um, you know, I, I again, I, I love designs in this. Um, I think it's the, people are very creative when they're putting these things together. Uh, a lot of times people end up paying homage to some of the older wrestling card sets out there because the designs back then were so cool, whether it be the 87 uh, tops or even the 85 tops or paying homage to the 82, 83 all-stars or, uh, for, you know, as, as much as we make fun of the 91 Impel set, uh, it was a cool design. It just screamed that time frame, and people liked that design and, you know, made it their own for their own uh, personal card set. So, um, uh, you know, I, I just don't want to keep beating a dead horse in the mouth on this one. So maybe after this episode here, I'll, 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 I'll kind of leave it at that until something in this industry uh, you know, changes or something happens that causes, you know, it to be uh, discussed again. But um, I, I think, you know, every one of these card sets, every single one of these card sets, uh, I've seen is appealing to me as a collector. It really is. Um, but from a legal standpoint, it's hard to, uh, you know, make a case that, you know, these things could, should continue. Um, I've seen to the point where some people now are kind of just even going further under the, uh, down, uh, below on the radar to, they don't want to be, be found places that used to sell things that now, you know, they don't sell them directly, uh, through social media or on their websites, but you can contact them to still buy them kind of thing, you know, whatever it takes to kind of be the bare minimum without getting caught. And, uh, I don't know. I just think as, uh, the hobby continues to grow as 
we as collectors and those coming into the hobby that are new because the panini acquisition is going to start putting new eyeballs on our little niche of the hobby uh, a brighter light is going to be shed on our hobby and when you have a bright light on that it's going to be easier to see things and it's going to come a time where people are going to see uh all the little things that are going on in our hobby. Everything from these people who are just straight up doing their reprints of vintage cards and trying to fool people into buying something they think is genuine, uh, all the way to the ones where people think they're finding some little legal loophole because they're agreeing to print off things for them. It's an on-demand service. So if you request it, I'll make it for you kind of thing. Um, what you're still making is illegal. So uh, it's very cool looking. I like it. And I have, again, I want to make it clear that uh, as a collector, I am so tempted to want to collect some of the things because some of you guys out there, if you're listening to this, if, if you're one of those guys out there and you're listening to this, some of you guys are very creative. Um, uh, I wish that some of the card companies themselves would actually make some of the things that you guys are creating out there. It's just incredible what you guys can do. And uh, I wish they were real legit card sets. So uh, as someone that uh, owns, operates uh, a website that people come to and expect to find information on, um, I, I get told, why do you even give them? I've been told by many people, why do you give these uh, bootleggers? Uh, why do you give them the time of day and have them listed on your website? Well, because they exist. Um, I did not uh, you know, create the problem. I did not create the accident. I just reported it. That's kind of what we do. We report the information out there uh, in the most accurate possible way so that you know, hopefully if you want to get that card graded, uh, you, know, you can take it to an authenticator and let them decide if they want to grade it or not. Now, we do make notes now on all of our checklists that uh, it's important for you. I know some checklists are very long. So I recommend that if you want information on any given checklist, please scroll to the bottom of the checklist where you'll see the release information section. And we do make a notation now in the release information section that uh, something is um, either, uh, you know, it's not, we don't use illegal. We just put it as an unofficial, unlicensed mater uh, uh, material, unlicensed card set. So that way, if a grading company wants to look at it and then um, uh, authenticate it, uh, they, they have the choice if they want to do that or not. Uh, we don't make that call. Um, I don't care one way or the other. I just want to make sure that we document what is out there and what is made and um, you know, just let collectors know what they're getting themselves into. So uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about these uh, you know, self-made card sets, bootleg card sets, as we seem to call them. Um, are you for them? Are you against them? Um, you know, do, do, do you know some things about the legal ramifications that you can share with the rest of us? Um, uh, I like to hear from everybody. I like to hear what people's uh, comments are, uh, what their opinions on these types of cards are, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, I, this is not an episode to try to sway you into not collecting these things. Uh, you will collect whatever that you want to collect. Uh, 
and just have fun with it. I just want people to be aware that these kind of cards that exist because there's a lot of people coming into this hobby. There's going to be a lot of new eyeballs coming into this hobby and uh, they need to know, you know, what's, what's going on out there. So, you know, leave a comment, uh, uh, post this up on social media, uh, like, uh, comment, suggest, share, bitch, complain, praise, whatever you like to do. Uh, I say it every once in a while, you know, to help support WTC. Uh, it'd be nice uh, to get a little uh, something to help out once in a while because, uh, you know, the costs do uh, they eat up after a while, you know, 20 plus years of paying for something out of your own pocket every month is, it, it adds up, man. Um, so, you know, go to the Twitter page if you like. Uh, there's a, uh, a donate button on there if you like. Go ahead, you know, hit it, you know, donate a dollar, you know, 50 cents whatever just just show some support that you love uh, you like the, what we do uh not just this show but actually the website itself so uh you know we're selling things on ebay to try to you know help cover some of the costs so but uh yeah uh i appreciate you guys uh i, I really really do um so uh, again like comment share and uh until uh, next time uh, boys and girls children of all ages uh we are out <laughs>